0: I'm Dietrich Hunter, and this is Curate Curiosity.
1: Drama. Yeah.
0: It's another edition of Best Trip, Worst Trip. Aaron, why don't you introduce yourself and tell the people uh, a little bit about your life?
1: Hey, Dietrich. Uh, thanks for having me. Happy to be here. What's up, people? Uh, my name is Aaron Wolf, and a little bit about me. Well, I. Uh, Let's see, where do we start? Uh, I'm a Chicago native for the most part. I'm actually living in Asheville, North Carolina. It is where I call home as of about a year and a half ago. Um, I work as an outfitter and guide. I also uh, have recently transitioned to a formal nine to five position with a really kick ass nonprofit that I'm stoked to be a part of. Um, but I like to spend most of my time outdoors playing with the trees and, and splashing puddles and whatnot. Um, currently I'm uh, really digging all the trails and, and opportunities to, to hunt swimming holes in the mountains here in the, uh, in the Blue Ridge and Smokies. I have a dog, her name's Tessa and uh, technically she's my girlfriend's dog, but it's one of those things that you just inherit when uh, when you're with someone for a long time. And now that dog is kind of glued to me and. She's probably the best trail companion I've ever known. So good dog, good lady, good life.
0: Dude, nothing wrong with that, right? Thanks for that quick download, man. That's a a picture of of a beautiful life, right? We all hope to be there one day. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, it seems like you've uh, taken pieces of Chicago with you as you've exited uh, stage left over to uh, Asheville and yeah, look at him. And yeah, tell us what you're sipping on, then in that beautiful Chicago Flag Cup.
1: Yeah, so the, the cup, real quick, is it was, the, it was the little handout from my sister's wedding a couple mm-hmm. years ago. Nice. Um, I'm drinking this. Uh, it's actually one of the last beers I have left from Chicago after my last visit. Um, it's a phase three double IPA called Bold. It's pretty damn good. I'm enjoying it.
0: Sweet, dude. Sweet, sweet. Yeah. I am sipping on some very cheap, it's called Wicked Grove. It's a little cider. Um, cool. So this, is, this is usually a great first choice breaking into the night or to the weekend just because it's sweet. It's uh, really refreshing and I love them. I love them. Right. I think sweet things are, are my go-to and I've tried to make cider and I've gotten close to this one time uh, yeah. but I'm still working on my recipe so it's a good You one.
1: bet it. Cheers. Cheers, bro.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us today. Just to give people a little bit more uh, picture into who you are. I wanted to jump into um, just some rapid fire, laser, fast questions. Um, so the lightning round this time will be as normal um, and as normal. I like to call it one got to go. So it's basically for those, if it's your first time listening or Aaron, uh, if this is your first time playing, you should know that this is set up for you uh, to always win right? There's no real point values here in the game. Um, Point values don't double in the last round. It's not Jeopardy, right? Nothing like that, right? It's just this idea of sharing your perspective. So with one's got to go, I'm gonna give you four options. Choose one that's got to go tell us why, right? Okay. So the first one, uh, I think it's pretty easy one. Uh, If you have had to take trips, I'm sure that don't love fast food but fast food is a part of all of our lives and when you're on the road sometimes you have to just deal with what's there um so for fast food which one gotta go taco bell chick-fil-a mcdonald's or burger king which one gotta go
1: i think the people in the south are gonna kill me for this but i'm gonna go chick-fil-a
0: yo why chick-fil-a uh
1: shit you know i don't have a good reason uh i've honestly growing up in the midwest i, I have very little exposure to them i am uh i don't know I, I i don't know how they are now but i remember when they first made their uh entrance into uh chicago there was a lot of uh political upheaval well, on some policies in there so i'm just like oh, yeah. I'm gonna stay loyal there and you know I, I i have more happy memories going to mcdonald's or burger king as a child and uh and then Taco Bell is a drunk twenty-something.
0: <laughs> so you got to make space where there's already space in your heart, right? So that's what it is, you know. Love what you know. Love the one you're with. So yeah. it seems like that's an okay. Answer. I have a couple more questions. Have you ever had a Chick Fil A chicken nugget? I have. And you still chose to get rid of Chick Fil A? That's wild. I think. Well,
1: I am. I am vegan. mm So <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know if they have any like legitimate plant-based options i know burger king or mcdonald's are working on the impossible burger of some kind but Maybe. Uh, honestly like it's probably just french fries across the board till till I, <laughs> something something changes
0: i do what you gotta do man i didn't know that about you that's good that uh that you bring that vegan lifestyle full circle that's really cool that's huge fast food vegan i i think that i would love to learn the options around that aside from i guess like salad options i think that that's fine but i think that like i feel like that would get hard and like old fast just be like iceberg lettuce at all these fast food restaurants yeah so cool man cool next round number two i think you'll dunk this one i think this is good so which one gotta go the insect edition spiders gnats cockroaches or mosquitoes which one gotta go
1: oh boy you know I'm thinking like if one vanishes what's what will cause the least impact up the food chain. You know like okay. so here's what I'm thinking yeah. like mosquitoes because they sp- they spread a lot of disease. Oh yeah. Are how vital are they to this to the food chain? Spiders are definitely staying. Like they they're they're around. We need wow. spiders. Gnats? I don't know. They're relatively harmless. But they always seem to like get in your house in, in the summertime.
0: What does a nat do? Like, is it just like a really little fly? Like, I don't
1: little, understand. Little fly that likes sugar. Interesting. Yeah, you know, well, cock- I guess cockroaches, man. Like, what? They got to go. You choose cockroaches.
0: Tell us more. Cause I feel like there's one right answer to this, and it ain't that. But go for
1: it. Well, they're they're the one bug that if it's in your house, your house is complete trash like it's no matter what like what is like wrong with how you live there's a cockroach like they're you know yeah, it's like value
0: judgments there. it's like you're you're less of a good person if you have those in your house yeah you but then
1: you it. know what? i mean it revolves with roaches you know
0: right uh, it's hard out there it's hard yeah. out there
1: yeah but uh i don't know i i think they're just like you know little of the creepy crawlies the 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 nastiest and interesting i don't know am i a bad humanitarian if i don't choose mosquitoes i i
0: don't know i would say for the humanitarian reasons as well as for the personal ones the mosquitoes is the perfect cross-section of like altruistic and you know yeah like whatever humanitarian you know yeah because it's just like buy malaria see you west Nile like plus no more mosquito netting like think about
1: Yeah, but I also wonder how much life they support.
0: These answers are so sustainably based. I just don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just think this is the most bioconscious answer that I've heard. And then you like went left and were like, if you have roaches, you're a bad
1: person. That's <laughs> not how I feel. I, know. I,
0: I hear you, but I know that, that's the general, the general energy is like, yo, how are you living? but i'm I'm sure i mean i'll be i'll speak from my first apartment in high park beautiful space two months in we walk into the kitchen there's a roach we freaked out dude first apartment i'm like this is awesome i got my own place freaking out but it happens that it's the city right it's just like rats they're everywhere it's anywhere man it's
1: anywhere it doesn't matter
0: yeah 100% that's it roaches are gross yeah that's true All right, so then last one here, uh, as we transition out, this one is um, movie-based cinematography, right? Whose filmography's got to go? Jim Carrey, Steve Carell, Seth Rogen, or Ben Stiller? Jim Carrey, Steve Carell, Seth Rogen, or Ben Stiller?
1: I'm not a huge movie guy, but I can recall at least one movie of each of those folks that I really enjoy. And I think Ben Stiller's would be at the bottom. So
0: Hmm. that would mean a lot of movies that I think are worth keeping. But I hear you. I understand that's conflict. Like
1: Zoolander.
0: (laughs) Zoolander's gone. Think about a world without Zoolander. I don't know if I I can live in that world all the time. Think about Dodgeball. That's a that's a great movie.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: I can't... I definitely can't live in a world without that movie. So... Yeah. Like, it's... Yeah.
1: I don't know. Like, Jim Carrey, like, he cracks me up. He's just such a goofy (sighs) bastard.
0: I mean, that's the one right answer is Jim Carrey can never be taken off that list. Jim Carrey's the list. You know what I mean? Like, if two had to go, Jim Carrey would still be on the list, so...
1: Uh, No matter what part they play, the movie's gone. I mean...
0: Yes and no, because that was the other conflict I had with another friend of mine is that there's some movies where it's like Seth Rogen and Steve Carell, right? Like 40 year old virgin, if, if you're into that, like they're both in that. So if you choose one, that movie doesn't yeah, it, either maybe, way. I
1: don't know, maybe, maybe it is Steve Carell, and that's not a knock to The Office. The Office yeah. was, you know,
0: it was great, yeah. it is great,
1: but it's not a movie, so.
0: That's true, too. And that was another that was the point I made I said you're not getting rid of the their whole catalog, you're getting rid of, rid of their filmography.
1: Yeah, maybe that's the way to go.
0: Yeah, it's all about it's all about what's in writing. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So um, then the last question we'll compare. This isn't a huge um, comparison like one's got to go. But I think I know your answer to this. Let's we'll see how well I can assume. Uh, but mountains or beach, which one? mountains of course anyway, tell the people why though
1: oh there's more there's more to it than the beach hmm. the beach I feel like you've got the sand and then you've got the water uh, but in the mountains you have ridges and and gulches and ravines and different you know different boulders things to climb on things to explore and unless you've got a scuba set you're pretty much landlocked to that strip of sand you can't really I mean you can go swimming. Right, but, yeah. You no, know, the mountains, I think, un- unlock a lot more. There's, there's a lot more to see and a lot more to explore. But,
0: well, last uh, little comparison question: If you had to be a household appliance, what would you be and why?
1: Oh shit! Um, what was this? I think. Oh, I'm, I'm the oven. I'm the oven. Mm.
0: Why? Well, why are you the oven? Because <laughs> you keep things hot, and people are always <laughs> trying to open you up.
1: Well, I think no matter what, you're always producing something that is fresh, mm-hmm. something warm and tasty. Uh, you know, I mean, the, the stove is probably more utilitarian. You know, you boil your water, you can make it just about any dish. But uh, I like the idea of, of the oven being that, that warm place that always has something fresh coming up.
0: That's what's up, dude. I like that. Takes a little bit of time, but it's always worth the wait. You know what I mean? Yeah. There it is. I like that. There it is. I think for me, it's hard. It's so hard to choose. Like, because I think for me, I'm always about like, like I was gonna choose the lamp or maybe even toaster. Like I'm all about starting the day right. Toaster's like starting line. Like that's my spot that's the beginning of like a great sandwich setup. like the toaster right. you put that in there and then you know your day is not going to be worse because you pop that up and you you got a fresh bagel that's done um but i think that good or bad i mean you know i'm a quick starter i'm like let's go let's get it and then i'm on to the next piece of bread you know what i mean so that's mm-hmm. my uh that's my move that's my move. that's me so appreciate like you that. dude appreciate yeah. it yeah no it's a. Uh, It's been good thinking about these questions with you, man. Any other, uh, any other things you want to get off your chest before we get going? Any shout outs you need to give or, you know, people that are, you know, on top of mind for you.
1: Hmm. you know what? I will shout out my buddy, uh, Josh Smith, who's also launching his own podcast. Uh, he's just a great guy. He's a dear friend of mine. And I think he, he digs the, the, the the flow of a good conversation. So, Uh, and I just got a chance to catch up with him uh, earlier today. So,
0: Sweet. Well, Josh, keep rocking and rolling, man. Maybe we'll cross paths one of these days.
1: Yeah, it's possible. Oh, one more. My buddy, Steve, he had his birthday yesterday. So he's uh, climbing that old age ladder like the rest of us.
0: Steve, climbing the mountain, almost over the (laughs) hill. Look at him. Well, I appreciate you again for being here. Excited to hear more about you and to learn some of these details as I'm sure everyone was excited to hear. But the reason we're here is to hear about your best trip and worst trip. So let's just go ahead and jump in and you just let us know, set the stage for, for your trip. Yeah, tell us a little bit about, you know, where you were going what you expected and how, how that trip fit or did not fit your expectations and planning.
1: So this trip... Was part of a long road trip I was on. This was one spot that I only heard about from someone I met in Chicago. Uh, I didn't know this person very well. It was really uh, secondhand knowledge. And uh, I was going. (laughs)
0: Sometimes that's great, and sometimes it's catastrophic. But sorry. Trusted
1: source. (laughs) So. Uh, the destination is in the Gila National Forest, the Gila Wilderness in New Mexico. Okay. And uh, I'm on this road trip, and uh, I, I'm st- I stop in the ranger station first to tell them where I'm going because I have little information. Surely they have more information.
0: Yo. Yep.
1: They had only heard about what I was talking about and didn't really have. Uh, any tips outside of uh, bears, mountain lions, and wolves.
0: (laughs) So wait, let me, let me make sure I'm tracking. You're going to a place called the Gila or the Gila? Gila, G-I-L-A. Like Gila monster, right?
1: Yeah.
0: All right, cool. So you're going to the Gila National Forest out in New Mexico. You're alone.
1: Yeah.
0: And you're flowing on fumes, right? Secondhand knowledge, just trying to like, figure your way through and you encounter the Rangers and they can't really even help you out outside from pumping you full of stories about, uh, watch out for this, watch out for that.
1: Yeah. Well, it's, 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 it's November and it's the Southwest. It's probably, you know, no risk of fire at the time. And, and it's, uh, I don't know, it's just beautiful. Like bluebird day. Um, I have my gigantic van that I decked out to, to like live out of, and I have these huge knobby tires on uh, at the time, like so. I'm like crawling mountains with this thing.
0: Yeah, you're overlanding
1: and, out here. Yeah, yeah, it was nuts. Um, so I, the Rangers understand. I'm trying to get to this place on a creek where there's hot springs. That's okay, so I'm neat. looking for like a little slice of heaven. Ooh. And they they say they've heard of it. They've never been. Hmm. It's wherever. So. I don't have a paper map, but they can't pinpoint it on a map. I have, um, all trails, but again, there's no marked path to it. I only have like a, a parking place for the Creek that I should be on. Let me, let me back up. I'm in my van, right? It's, it's an over an hour drive just to get to like the place to park. And most of it, is just crawling through a Canyon Sorry. and on the side of a mountain, dude, it was like, mm-hmm. I mean, you need like a high clearance vehicle at a minimum. It was insane. Taking my van on this thing. There were many times where I'm just like burning, trying to, I'm, I'm pumping the gas right here, like under my desk, I'm pumping the gas and just like trying to get over these rocks and, and holes. It was just nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I finally make it down and I park and here's the Gila river cold and clean and about waist deep and uh, I just didn't I was just so pumped with adrenaline that I've like finally made it through like my whole setup in the van just got like obliterated going down this canyon. Yeah. It was just rocking. It was it tossed yeah yeah it was funny but uh I'm just pumped with adrenaline so I jump in the river and I I cross this thing but I don't cross it at the right time. Um uh, you know i'm over time you know i'm really losing a lot of daylight yeah because this didn't have the location you know i am are shooting in the dark you know what i mean just like trying to figure the, it out the landmark that i needed which, which was the confluence of the creek to the gila got it dried up so i'm looking for water flowing into water and you and need- I'm like a rocky riverbank Alongside a rocky riverbank, and I'm just like, whatever. So Dude. it got to, it got a little hairy. I made I made camp. Uh, my sandals that I'm hiking in completely fell apart. Oh, man. Stitch them back together. They fell apart. Um, stitch them back together at, at the first camp. They fell apart, and uh, eventually, I made it to the hot springs.
0: Same day or the next day or what? The next day wow tell us so tell us about that move you're you're moving around in your tevas or chacos or whatever yeah, tevas, man. Um, <laughs> and like um that was my first pair of hiking sandals too i climbed in those <laughs> it was crazy."
1: oh i ended up climbing too on accident for sure yeah. dude i i uh I, I must have followed a game trail and went up and up and up um oh, dude. to the point of like it's just too steep to go down so i'm gonna i'm gonna uh, uh i'm gonna scoot down the side of this mountain. That's wild. And uh, there's no stopping me unless you're this big ass tree. So <laughs> the tree gets me slowed down and I hobble my way back onto the trail or what I think is the trail. Get to a point where, like, you're there. There's literally, I remember this one part. That's how I knew I was on the right path. Cause the girl who told me about this place said, you got to go through a keyhole slot. So I take my pack off and I'm shoving this thing through. Like a manhole,
0: you know. And it's face down or face forward
1: type it's deal. Great, like I can see through, but it's like, I mean, no. you're you're crawling, you know, military style, just pushing a pack through and sucking dust, and then I come out and like there's this freaking gap that's just bridged with like old driftwood, and uh, that's how people are like getting across, and, and I'm just like, what in the world? So obviously I I make it across just fine. Um, and then <clears throat> out of nowhere i run into three old men what
0: so wait before you tell me about these old men i just want to get make sure we're tracking so this is this this scooter slide right this rock slide is post or pre hitting the hot spring pre this is on the way this is you on the way to the hot spring yeah so you're hitting it you're you're trying to get through you slide down this thing and then you end up going through this keyhole Kind of like a, a belly crawl cave kind yeah. of Yeah, Yeah, so I know I'm
1: on the right track because because the, a the chick told me so. I'm hiking along at a slow pace and I'm running these three old men uh, who are to- telling me about the uh, the petroglyphs on the cliffs and telling me about the swimming holes, telling me that you got to go naked. <laughs> like straight up, like showing me pictures of him and his buddies, like jumping off rocks, ass naked. Who I mean, are these guys? Yeah. I mean, the, probably this is what I'm looking at in 30 years, man. Like, you know, I just, well, I'm, I'm glad,
0: glad you didn't good. run into them inside that keyhole. They might've been, you know, right next to you or something,
1: but you know, they, they, they were good guys. Uh, I, you know, chit chat with them for a minute. And uh, I honestly only knew I was getting close to the hot springs because the water was getting warmer in the Creek. Mm. So um, I made it to the hot springs. It was awesome. I let's see, on my way back, I got like legitimately lost. Oh no. That's because tough. I was so I was so pumped on the way in. I just didn't didn't take stock of landmarks, yeah. When where they I cross the river.
0: They didn't stay with you at the hot springs, so y'all didn't come out together.
1: Oh no, no. I like it was like, oh hey, I'm going to the hot springs. Oh, you gotta go naked. And that was it. Oh wow, take, goodbye.
0: Um they were gone.
1: Whoa. Well, yeah. I mean, they were doing their thing and I was on my on my way. On the way out, mind you, all, along the way, I've seen every tr- any every track of like a big predator minus bear. Oh, I, I I saw cougar print, I saw wolf print, and uh, I saw javelina. It was just nuts. Wait, and, wait uh, what's a javelina? They're they're a, they're a kind of a, a pig, like some kind of swine that are oh, wow. wild out there. Yeah.
0: Okay, like feral um, pig kind of thing.
1: Yeah, well, not not feral. They're 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 native.
0: Okay. Wow.
1: Yeah. But it was just crazy. So on the way out and I'm, when I'm like at the peak of being super lost, I'm just like, it's, I've been out there for like three or four days and I'm just tired. I'm trying to get back to the van kind of at my end of the energy because I've been hiking like pretty much barefoot Yeah. and uh, I'm on this little bank on the river. I've, I've been in the river nonstop. Uh, I mean, I should have just floated my ass down until I saw the van But uh there's just bear tracks everywhere. And I'm just like, this is that's crazy. You know, you know how am I getting out of here? And yeah. you know, there there's absolutely no way. So you just gotta deal with it, uh slow yourself down, take that's it crazy. slow. And and you know, I took stock of my supplies and kind of prepared for the long haul. Whoa. Uh, so I'll leave it at that.
0: That's crazy. So then you you're in that position you're seeing bear tracks you didn't see any actual bear and they have black bear out there. What's up? Yeah,
1: it's, it's black bear. I mean, generally you should, obviously you should have respect for bears, but uh, black bears are not typically too concerned with getting run up on, but I don't care, man. Like a bear is a bear. I'm not a, I'm not a large person. And I'm not, I don't think, you know, no matter how big you are, you're going to go fight a bear. I don't think so. No, <laughs> not, not going to happen. not
0: not me neither so yeah I hear you bro that's wild so you get back eventually to the van yeah okay and then you just kind of chill for a day or two and then drive back out or you drive out immediately what is what how does uh yeah I I just got
1: out of there I, I had I had places to be but it was it wasn't easy it took me a long time and it was pretty scary because it's just big out there man
0: yeah so you were legitimately like lost, lost for a little while, then.
1: Yeah, no, no map, no bearing on my on my phone. I didn't know if I was upstream or downstream of the vehicle. Oh, so just the landmark of the
0: river is just like, hey, I gotta keep trailing and hopefully, right? No yeah. pump. Did you bring like a, a water pump or anything with you? Sir? Oh yeah, yeah, I, I had.
1: I mean, I, I could have survived out there for a long time with right. what I had. Um, Dang man. Like I would have had water no matter what, but yeah, you know, we would have because, ran out.
0: I mean, that's the move when you're when you're at the end of your rope, literally. So I guess my question then, it sounds like you're kind of closing that idea of of this trip. What moment did you know if that, that was your uh, your best trip or your worst trip?
1: Probably like months later. Okay. All right. Well, continue. Tell tell us more, man. Well, I mean, you just reflect, you know and either it's man like how, how lucky was i uh or how dumb was i how special is this place mm. so when, when i got out of there it was like all right i'm going to arizona now time to, <laughs> time to like check out the tonto okay. and uh and see my buddy that's uh that that was that's where i was at he didn't process all of it until no, I'm back home. Like I was, this was like maybe week three of like a two and a half month thing.
0: Oh, dang. I didn't yeah. realize. So this is just one leg of a bigger trip. Yeah. There's a couple experiences that I've had where pretty immediately I knew that this was, like you said, pretty dumb that I did or did not prepare for. And um, yeah. yeah.
1: So I will, I'll say that this was, that, that this is definitely the best trip.
0: All right. Let's get it.
1: No, the Gila the was.
0: Oh, dang. Yeah. That was the best trip. Yeah. Yo, well, I am, I'm blown then because, because that sounds pretty bogus to me. That sounds like you got lost. It sounds yeah. like you basically just had water. Uh, you were on your own and you were kind of like second guessing, not, not a ton of beta on the trail, not a ton of places um, that you were able to take advantage of because you were kind of working on empty. Um, So I I was assuming or feeling the vibe of a worse trip, but it's good to know
1: that I was wrong. So tell us more. I've been lost before. (laughs) Um, Never in a place as, as, I guess, dangerous as the Gila. I wouldn't say dangerous, but just like, if you can't find a good place to camp and you're on that river, like you're at risk of flash flood. Uh, There's a lot of big animals out there, what made it the best was just the, the awe of it all. You know, mm-hmm. it was a crystal clear night. Every night I was out there, I was cowboy camping, so I didn't bring a tent. I was just under the stars. So you, yeah, that's real. And the hot spring was amazing. Um, just downstream, there was a natural water slide that I, I just rode. I just like, this could work. Those was sweet. <laughs> So. i've done a couple of those in california they're sweet yeah. yeah yeah so i just i mean just and i had the place to myself there was no one i mean obviously there's no one else out there except for three old naked men and, uh... <laughs> that's
0: cool man it's so interesting too what goes into that because uh, again based on experience and expectations right like i think that that determines a ton of what creates a best trip or a worst trip and i think that it's cool that for you that solitude Really provided that on ramp to being something you you wanted, even if it had elements peppered in that you didn't want as well.
1: It was awesome, man. It's legit dude.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by Adventures Accessed. Do you want to make your next trip your best trip? Check out Chicago's own outfitting and guide service, Adventures Access. Their experiences are all inclusive of camping gear, food, and expert guides to help you thrive in your region's national forest. For booking, visit adventuresaccess.com. Earn a promo code for future bookings by following Adventures Access on Instagram today. Well, well, now that we we know, um, you can pivot. Uh, tell us, tell us about a time worse than that Tahila, man
1: worst trip um totally prepared had everything i needed had all the people signed up who I was guiding without oh, dropping the, any names is with a with a group of young folks and and some adult help the uh the worst trip because it it got it got really unsafe and it got really frustrating really quick they wanted to be there because they came along but they didn't quite have an understanding of why we were out there, we were out there for, you know, three days in, 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 Michigan, uh, in the Manistee, a place I know very well had been working with this group of, of young people for a long time and building skills and anticipation for this thing. And, uh, we hiked in, everything's going fine. It's about three miles in and we had a, actually a really successful first, first night everything was fine. I, you know, we all got a good night's sleep. Uh, It wasn't until the second day we were uh, coming back from, uh, from a day hike. And some of the, uh, some of the boys just started having a beef with each other and it turned violent. And uh, one boy who's like, just, he's just a large, like full he's at the time he was 15, but he may as well have been like a full grown adult. The other same age, but much smaller just looking for weapons of opportunity pretty much like I'll bludgeon you with the stick. I will throw rocks came to the point where one was like lunging for like the camp knife. And uh, you know, we had to like really be vigilant and, and, you know, we got everyone calmed down and one of the boys decided to like run away more or less and just like hustle Mm -hmm. up this hill. And man, like you get, you cross that trail and like you're in the middle of thousands of acres of forest with no real way out. Um, and no bearing yeah. on How yeah. you're going to get back. So we got, you know, kids going rogue and it was scary cause this kid could get lost and then he, or he'd come back and like beat this other kid down with a tree trunk. You know, it was very real and we finally got everyone back to camp and made the decision to leave to evacuate more or less uh for for safety and and uh one of the one of the boys says like f this i'm not carrying my pack uh he's like screw all this and what? Don't mind you dietrich this is something that, like I, we had been working together for for months oh my the, god these are Boys that you know him, them, and I had a mutual understanding and, and respect for each other, and had a lot of fun the entire year, going right. on not day just, trips and stuff not like just that.
0: randos; it's it's these are these are right. that you're connected to.
1: Right. And uh, so I end up hiking with two packs because this this guy is just like he's done, bro. And, that's uh, wild. It, we're we're fighting daylight, so now we're hiking in the dark, yeah, you know, or racing daylight. It's just here's what here, here's probably what set me up i didn't set up i didn't like get like blow a fuse or anything but in in my mind the worst part was when we got back to the van everything was fine there was there was there was no beef the spirits were high and they even they even asked when do they get to come back
0: wait what yeah. so yeah <laughs> that's like the biggest left turn in that whole scenario so wait is that been the moment that you knew like that this is the worst trip or was there a different moment for you uh
1: because
0: for them clearly that wasn't the moment
1: for them that was their best that was the best trip
0: right they're like oh my god to do this again i can't wait to fight you in the woods
1: <laughs> i think the moment i knew that was the worst trip again like after time to like decompress like I would there was no time to think of anything else except for safety yeah you know make sure no one's gonna get hurt make sure we get out of here all all together without like twisting an ankle on like something in the dark or stumbling down a riverbank and like all
0: carrying two packs you know what I mean like I mean for people who don't know this Aaron's a guide right that's like he runs his outfitting thing I think he mentioned that at the top of, of our time and I think that that safety aspect is something that is always brewing back there. And to, to have to do one on evac is just like emitting defeat in a way. And that sucks. But then also to have to do it for safety is like a whole nother level. So I think that, that I could see how that like, that feeling of like challenged control of the scenario or, or whatever is like, a that would be a real thing to be like, how my a gonna handle this be in the processing time between now and next time how is that next time ever gonna happen now you know yeah yeah another question did you ever go out with that group again
1: <laughs> um not with all of the same guys together Got you. um but i i you know i definitely saw a couple of them over time you know i mean it was awesome just like because they're they're young they're young boys you know, like early teens, you have this big experience with them. And yeah, it didn't go the way you want, Right. but they're okay. But then you see them some months later, they're, they're, they're growing. They're just like, they're just, they're just changing. Yeah. And I mean, you understand, yes. it, you know, it, you feel good. It's like, you, you get to kind of watch this, this young person go on a journey, and ensure that something went wrong. Um. But who doesn't have a, who doesn't have a bad day? Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. blame them for like anything, but you know, there I did get to hang out with them again. We did get to go on some day trips, you know. And I, I hope that they 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 have that memory of hopefully something positive outside of like the fight that broke out.
0: <laughs> Crazy, I can't imagine. I think that that's like a that's a very steep incline to like enjoyment. It's good though. It's good to see those two like layers of like you know solitude and then also like. <laughs> groove dynamics yeah. and, and now i see why you like solitude no <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's legit though man well oh, i really appreciate you coming out uh is there anything else you wanted to share about the trip
1: i'll say this we made some kick-ass backcountry pizzas mm-hmm. uh with the group let's get it the boys crushed it um i mean they did fine going in and as for the Gila, man, like it, it was such a special place. I promised myself I'd return probably with like a Jeep Wrangler or something to <laughs> traverse the hills. But it, man, it, it was just epic. And most of the time I was like, you know, in, in a, in a Canyon and it was cold as hell at night because the, uh, it's an, it was a North South kind of thing. So mm. the sunlight didn't really come in till like midday, but it was just hands down the, uh, the greatest experiences i've ever had i, was, I mean i never felt alone because mm. the the stars were so incredible and the the plants and, and the, the creek and the hot springs so it's just like a very you know you're just you're just high on life you know in a place like that so
0: well we appreciate you for coming on and, and and giving us a down low about your you know best trip worst trip it's always important to manage the small things so it seems cool that that you've been able to kind of do such a variety of trips and maybe we'll hear more in the future about other legs of that three four week thing that you were talking that you were doing um out west
1: for sure oh yeah man i got it yeah uh that was it was such a great time
0: appreciate you aaron we'll catch you next time dude all
1: right Dietrich. all right later thanks
0: for more best trip worst trip follow us on instagram or subscribe to our youtube page at curate curiosity And remember, always finesse that like button. Have a great day.